Shamia. Good evening there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Respect. I, of course, am here with my lovely co-host, Jenny. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Oh, good. You know, nothing crazy going on in the world at all. Nothing at all. Everything's totally normal. Totally normal. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy in our personal lives either, actually. No. Uh, Actually, that's kind of a lie. Correct. I put my face out there on a couple of Instagram posts ranting about a few things, but the listeners haven't seen you. Mm-mm. So there's a reason for that, obviously. You are pregnant. Yes. Quickly let the listeners know how you are doing. Um, thank you, Maddie Boy. Yes, I'm Preggers. I'm about 20 weeks now. Little baby boy due in July, as you guys um, might know already. Uh, I've been doing well. Baby's healthy. Passing all of his healthy baby tests, and we're blessed. But, wow, it's a little bit stressful being pregnant during the apocalypse, I'll tell you that. wasn't expecting that. Yeah, unless you've been living under a rock or are just a completely ignorant asshole. I guess. I guess, yeah, asshole, I guess is a good word. There are some historic things going on in our world right now. Yes. And it's affected... You know, it's funny, let me preface this by saying that I think... Most of us, I go on a limb and say most people, mm-hmm. at least most people I know, when this whole thing started. COVID-19. COVID-19, whatever. Um, I don't think anybody was taking it seriously. It was that far away disease that was right. I know we didn't. Country. No, we weren't. I mean, to be honest and to be completely just transparent we weren't yeah we're like okay post a meme or two it's sad for china but you know it's over there fear mongering which is a Mm -hmm. completely different we could fill up another show with that i think there's still some of that going on but still and then it's felt like within the course of 48 hours all of a sudden this is right on our doorstep Mm -hmm. and after that initial 48 hours now we've had um the world turned upside down we've had sports being canceled We've had uh, government regulations put in place to have people shelter in place. We've had people sick. We've mm-hmm. had people dying. Um, just historical, historical things that have been going on. And it's affected our lives personally. Uh, it's affected work. Mm-hmm. It's affected our son's school. It's affected this podcast. You know, we are pushing this out to you guys because we want to get something out to you. But it's it's really made our lives a little bit more hectic where we can't get as much material out to you guys as we want. Yeah. So where we went from being, oh, it's just another thing in a different part of the world. It's now right on our doorstep. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. So usually Matt and I record uh, on my lunch hour for work because I work from home already. Thank goodness for that. Um, but since our son is home from school... We haven't been able to do that, so we're actually recording a little bit later at nighttime, which is usually my my bedtime, because I have no energy at the end of the day. Thank you, baby number two, for that. <laughs> um, but we, we love, you know, giving ourselves to you guys. We love talking about wrestling with you guys, so we really wanted to get something out there for you, and uh, here we are. Yes, and, uh, you know, on the good side of things, I guess you could say, we've up- upgraded technologically a little bit. We have. So we're not crammed on a small table sharing one microphone so now we're on our own mics thank god you got some dog breath i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) now i can actually sit across the table from jennifer and talk Mm -hmm. to her about these things Mm -hmm. uh, and not have her sitting next to me as great as that is but Mm -hmm. super unnatural when you're having it is uh, a good discussion about certain things so but today we're straying a little different from our, our our typical show tell them baby. we are straying a little bit different um and part of this whole thing that we opened the show with with the COVID 19 is that although wrestling has continued to uh push on in some facet i guess you can say you know wrestlemania we hit right around the corner mm-hmm. is going to be an empty arena show at the performance center at least one night the second night to be determined i guess i guess there's still Maybe. a lot up in the air yeah. Yeah. Um, 
personally, I think they should just reschedule. I mean, they canceled the damn Olympics. They did they, just cancel they, the Olympics. They, did, they postponed, postponed it for yes. a year. So um, not sure why old Vince McMahon can't uh, loosen his pocket for a couple of minutes. And, 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 you know, WrestleMania is supposed to be the biggest show of the year. And it's going to be an empty arena. And I don't think it'll have that same oomph, that same feel to it at all. Especially with the way the shows have been so far. Raw and SmackDown have sucked ass. Um, NXT has just been like a show of vignettes and highlights and true. shit. Like yeah, it's, I mean, we'll see what they do on Wednesday. The expectations but. for me personally are not high at all, and I think they should have definitely waited. Well, I did record something for a squash that didn't make air, but I'll say it here at least so it gets to people's ears. But I, I'm in agreement with you that they should have postponed this. They shouldn't be having it now at this time mm-hmm. because as a 30-plus-year fan... WrestleMania is more than just what they give you as far as matches go. It's the stories, it's the pomp and circumstance, it's the whole feel of that weekend yeah. that it's bigger than everything else, which it's always been. Mm-hmm. And you're cheapening it, you're bastardizing it, if you will, to make it just. <laughs> I love a glor- when you say bastardizing. <laughs> to make it a glorified house show, which is what uh, you know, unless I unless they blow me away with something, is how I'm going to feel about it until I see mm-hmm. it. So it's being taped. It's not going to be live. Wow, we just God. found that out in the That's last right. couple of days That's also, right. uh, which could be a good thing. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. There's rumors about them doing some matches on location at different places outside of the PC, cool. which could be different, which could lend to maybe a little bit of unpredictability, which is good considering yeah. they don't have a lot to work with here. But I'm with you. They should have postponed it. However, I don't think they have the creative wherewithal to actually... Oh, 100%. To actually be that uh, unique and be that... Um, You'd have to think of ways yeah. to like, kind of stall the storyline. Exactly. They, mm-hmm. they, 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 don't, they don't have it in them to book additional storylines, either to keep this going to a later date mm-hmm. or to put these storylines on the shelf and create new storylines yeah. in the meantime and then go back to this. So yeah. I just don't think that they have the capability of doing that. At one time, they probably did, but... All you have to do is watch Raw and SmackDown on a weekly basis, and you know that they don't have that capability. You, so, nope. It's a shame, but that's the way it is. Especially after we've seen Andrade, uh, Rey Mysterio, Angel Garza, and what's the little guy? Humberto. Humberto. About 15 times <laughs> match each other. They just put them in like a blender and shake it, shake it, shake Okay, which uh, Spaniard are we going to go with today? <laughs> or you can go to SmackDown and look at, uh, you know... Corbin and Reigns, or oh you know the Usos and Ziggler and Rude, and you know any combination of those few little moving pieces, and you know there's so much talent that's not getting used on SmackDown. So sad that there's so uh, much Gable, talent, you know, and so much talent. You know, I think that if they gave Humberto a solid mouthpiece, he would be more. Maybe they would create more lore around him. He'd be more interesting because he's got so much talent. He's got a lot of talent, but. His character is just is just there it's though. Vanilla. It's like yeah. you know, it's weird to say that about a Spanish dude, but it's just vanilla. I'll allow it. But um, you'll allow it. <laughs> this I will allow. It's okay, Gringo. It's okay. But uh, I turn the motherfucker heel. I'm just gonna say that. Interesting. I'm gonna say you put that motherfucker with Seth Rollins and his little ministry as stale as that's gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be good. I'd say the same with Ricochet too. Maybe a couple other guys, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, guys that are have either been buried or just can't get a W. Just mm-hmm. Put them with Seth Rollins. Yeah, in yeah. his little like little Buddy coup. Mur- like Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. So, but why are we here? Why, Matt? Tell me. So, although I don't think at the time we're recording this that this card has actually been finalized yet. Yeah. This is going to be our review and predictions for the WrestleMania card as it sits now. Another thing we didn't mention is that this has been split into two nights. That's right. Yep. So after what seemingly like years of when they should have done it in two nights, these eight-hour shows. <laughs> You're falling have, asleep at midnight. I mean, you, can go back, you can go back to like WrestleMania 30 or 31. Yeah. And you can be like, wow, maybe we should have done that in two nights. So five, six years on, they're finally doing it because of extenuating circumstances but i hope that part of it works mm-hmm. so that at least we can get that in the future i wouldn't mind have two a whole nights. weekend out of it yeah. yeah 
I don't think they they mentioned anything about takeover, right? Are they just canceling that? Yeah. As of right now, Um, I read today, however, and I don't have the source with me, unfortunately, that the matches that they had planned for Takeover Tampa they might be doing on regular NXT TV. Okay. Ooh, that'd be fun. Which is fine. Yes. So I mean, they're kind of rewarding the fans for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, two nights. I'm a huge proponent of it. I hope that they just don't go back next year when all of this the dust is settled hopefully yeah and go back to the eight hour extravaganza that we've been getting the last few years that's a long time to watch i mean as much as we love wrestling that's just a long time to sit and watch wrestling yeah i mean it really is for our listeners out there matt and i would we go to different like hotels for wrestlemania to get away from our dear little boy that we love with all our yeah, hearts. Yeah, we'd have dinner, we'd have a few drinks, maybe go in a pool or something, or go to the beach, and then we come back and watch the show in our room. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we we love it, but then at a certain time of the night, we're just exhausted. And I'm like, I want to finish this damn show, but I can't keep my eyes open. You have the main event going on at midnight. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, you're you're, you're burned out. Yeah, especially drinking and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I obviously can't drink, but not now. I know, but I'm just saying. Know, last year. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go match by match here, at least of what's official right now. Oh, wait. Is it WrestleMania or is it what, maybe? What are we calling it? Oh, oh. so we're titling this WrestleShamia. Yes. Just shame on WWE for actually going through with this and putting mm-hmm. some of these matches together. And I get some of you people out there going to be like, well, they don't have a lot to work with right now because... Believe me, I have alternative scenarios that they could have done that would have made this card better, okay? Mm-hmm. That works for everybody. So just bear with us when we rant and bitch about some of these things, okay? Yeah. All right. So Buckle let's, up, so bitches. Let's get started. Let's get started. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start at the bottom of the card oh, and work okay. my way up. I am not going to start at the top and work my way down, okay? I'm going to get all my bitching out of the way at the mm-hmm. beginning, okay? So, let's start with Elias versus King Corbin. Yawn. A match that was proposed by Gronk. And uh, apparently... He, oh, God. And, oh, don't get me started on Gronk, for fuck's sake. No. No. He is irritating. <laughs> he is like a hemorrhoid on my ass. I, I don't like him. He is annoying. Sorry. Not sorry. And this is coming from someone who never watches football, who's no. never watched football. No. You know, he won't even be in the same room if a football game is on and she's with 20 other people. But she oh knows God. who this guy is and she oh already God. fucking hates him. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, hi, baby. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So anyway, apparently he's got enough pull in the company now where he can just fucking make matches. Pull this. Yes. So we have Elias. <laughs> Motherfucker was a dead act as a, as a heel. Mm-hmm. He's a dead act as a baby face. Mm-hmm. He's just dead all around. They're wedging this guy onto his a image needs a refresh. It just needs hugely. He just needs something. Mm-hmm. He just needs something. A yeah. gimmick, re- something. Yes. Versus King Corbin, who, despite what a lot of you say out there, is the worst heel in all of wrestling. He's not the best heel in all of wrestling. He's the worst heel in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. He has endless amounts of go away heat. He has changed the channel heat. Yes. Because every time he wants to come on my TV, I pick up the remote and I want to change the fucking channel. I'm so sick of seeing this guy. Yeah. I'm sure you feel the same way. 100%. Yeah. Way too overexposed. Way too overexposed. And, then, you know, the lone wolf thing, I liked it. I yeah. Liked when he was I didn't wolf. mind that. When he was, uh, you know, he was US champ for a little while feuding with AJ Styles on SmackDown. When did I he start hating shit. him? When he became the general manager, became maybe? General manager it just became, became too became much. Fucking, yeah, whenever he was came out in that vest and fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever he was wearing. Yeah. But worst heel, I'm sorry, guys, worst heel. Yeah. He doesn't hold a candle to somebody like MJF. It's just, they're just not on the same planet. Yeah, because MJF's, MJF's a dick, but you like, you're watching it like with a smile on your face, like, oh my God, what's this guy going to say and next? He lives the fucking gimmick, too. Yeah. It's like yeah. you go, like, nobody gave that little kid the middle finger when <laughs> he took a picture of him. It's like if you follow Corbin on social media, he's taking pictures of his dogs. Like, yeah. you don't see MJF and his watches. doing shit. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Like, and his whiskey. Mm-hmm. As much as I love whiskey, I love whiskey. But still. And the guy feuded with Roman Reigns for six fucking months. It was yeah. the same recycled garbage every single week on SmackDown. But can we just talk about how this is not a WrestleMania card match? It is not a WrestleMania card match. Like, why is this on my TV? I don't know. On the biggest show of the year. Stupid. Two dead fucking acts. The guy yeah. won the King of the Ring 
he should have been that was the best he's looked as far as in ring goes mm-hmm. I mean granted he was working with some great in ring guys Ricochet Cedric guys like that but they did nothing with him mm-hmm. he didn't earn a title shot Didn't nothing came out of that I did I will admittedly say I started to enjoy him when was he feuding with Seth Rollins and he gave Becky Lynch the end of days? That was before he won King of the Ring. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that was, was like was with Lacey and I was kind of I was into it for a minute, for a hot minute. That was the only since you know he beat Kurt Angle in Angle's farewell match and he gave Becky Lynch the end of days. The only two times he got legit fucking heat. The only two times. Mm-hmm. Everything else was garbage, go away heat. Mm-hmm. And the guy just won't fucking go away. Because Vince Agreed. McMahon fucking loves him for some reason. Agreed. He's big, he's got fucking tattoos. Wow. Great. So, I so got, in, in this... I have Elias winning that. Okay. Yeah. You have Elias winning? Yeah. They need to bury Corbin. That's fine. I want to say they're going to give it to Corbin. I think Corbin's going to win. They love him. And Elias is... I mean, they're both nobodies right now. Fair so enough. it's kind of hard to... Fair enough. But you got to remember, they set up Gronk in this whole thing, too. So if they're going true. to have Gronk interfere, cost Corbin the match, I think Elias is going to win. But I don't know. The love affair with Corbin continues. Exactly. So. I, I, that is a good point you make, but I'm going to... You know, the love affair it continues. So right, I'm so definitely going to Corbin. We spent way too much time talking about that match. Way Why too did much we? Time. Why did we? I have no idea. All right. So let's move up this list. Okay. There's another match that pisses me off. Alistair Black against Bobby Lashley. No. I am happy that Alistair Black is on this card, Mm -hmm. but he is being shoehorned into a match with Bobby Lashley. Of all the people they could have matched him with, Bobby fucking Lashley? Now, I get... Mrs. Lana? I get there may be extenuating circumstances, and I will get to this when I talk about the next match. (sighs) But this... Could be a good match. I just don't give a shit about it. Yeah. Well, it's it's another random one. There's no storyline behind it. Like, who fucking cares? It's another storyline, but I think that even if there was a storyline with these two guys, I wouldn't give a shit either. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's so boring. He's boring. And, and he's annoying, especially after teaming up with Lana. The, the whole, well, that's just... Uh, we could do a whole show and a half on that. Practically did. <laughs> but I'm so happy that they got Alistair Black on the card. Me too. Yes. In this limited, stupid role where I really hope he just kicks the head off Bobby Lashley's shoulders in two minutes. I really hope. I don't know. I have a bad feeling because it seems that at least the last few weeks on Raw, before the empty arena shows, they've been mm-hmm. building Lashley w- with a lot of wins. So I don't know if they're setting up something bigger for Lashley where he gets a win over Aleister Black. He better fucking not. No, oh God. But, uh, this has a potential to be okay. It just doesn't make any sense to me, so mm-hmm. I gotta fucking shit on it. Yeah, so. I'm shitting on it too. Move so. over. <laughs> Alright, so... But I, I, I do like that Aleister Black is 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 in is part of WrestleMania. He deserves it. He's an awesome, spectacular in-ring performer. I don't think they've given him a, a chance to, to really shine and show what he can do. So hopefully this will be a another kickoff platform for him, even though he's kind of been in it for the main card for a while. I don't I, know. I hope so. I feel bad for I mean, him. He's really it, good. I mean, it, does it really matter? Because it's in front of nobody. So, I mean, mm. how much momentum is he really going to gain from this? But This is true. I mean, maybe that's a silver lining. Maybe it's good that he's not in a higher profile match because it won't mean jack shit yeah. because it's not in front of anybody. But at the same time, why should I care about this match? Yeah. Why should we care? Yeah. We're not invested in it at all. Exactly. But we do want Alistair Black to win. So... We do. Well, I think he's going to win. So let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Another random pairing here. Another random one. Due to extenuating circumstances, which I will get into. But we have the Street Profits defending against Andrade and Angel Garza, who is quickly becoming one of my favorite. I love him. Remember when he winked at me and I made him giggle? Oh, jeez. We did. Well, Fandango winked at you, too. He so. did. Jeez. Well, that was a three, fun When night. you're three rows back, you tend to make eye contact with somebody. <laughs> that was <laughs> But this is another random Shortly pairing. after I got pregnant. <laughs> you are not the father, man. <laughs> Just kidding. <And> judges? <laughs> so, another random match that seemingly came out of nowhere, although Andrade and Angel Garza have been getting some wins yeah. uh, on Raw. But... 
And we'll find out, we found out later, I found out today anyway, that there was a reason that this match happened. So the reason that this match was put together is actually that Rey Mysterio, I guess they had plans for the U.S. title Mm -hmm. involving Andrade or Rey. And Dave Meltzer was reporting on Wrestling Observer Radio that uh, Ray is in quarantine. He's one of the one of the WWE superstars that is in quarantine right now, God. and um, a little concerning considering he was just on Raw wrestling. Yeah, Andrade Ooh. like two weeks ago. Ooh, yeah. Now he's in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I just wait? I'm gonna exit us out of this real quick, and I'm sorry for this, but Roman Reigns is a cancer survivor. Can he just stay away from the freaking ring? He is like one of those out. What are the out? What are they called? Outlier thingamajiggies, like a, a special case person. Fuck. An outlier. I don't. Yeah, I guess that that's true. Um, because he had cancer, he should be home quarantining himself, not in the ring. He's so vulnerable to this thing. But he's got to sell a useless match with Goldberg. Oh my gosh. We'll get to. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get that no, out. We'll get there. We'll talk about that more when All we right. get to the to the main event. Let me just open up my water. Hold on. Okay, continue. Do I doubt that this will be a great match? You have four amazing workers here. Yeah. I think that this will be a fantastic match. It might be one of the better matches on the card if they give, they are given the time. Mm-hmm. I don't have any doubt about that. But? Would I have booked it this way? Absolutely not. So now I'm going to double back to the Alistair versus Bobby Lashley match. Mm-hmm. You got to show that the U.S. title is important. You have to show that Andrade holding the U.S. title is important. Mm-hmm. This is what I would have done. Forget about Aleister Black and Lashley. Okay. Forget about this tag team title match. Look a fucking ladder match. Bring the ladder match back to WrestleMania. Yeah, it's in front of nobody, okay? But you have a lot of eyes watching at home. Put these guys in the ring in a ladder match for a title. Make the title important. You have Andrade. You have Angel Garza. You have Aleister Black. You have Humberto Carrillo, assuming he's not quarantined because we haven't seen him. Yeah. And you have Bobby Lashley. You got those five guys. Guys that have gotten some wins, mm-hmm. save Humberto, because he hasn't really gotten any wins. But they're going to put him in there anyway. Have him go out there. Have them kill each other in a ladder match. It brings importance to the title. It gives you a really great undercard match that could be highly entertaining with five guys that can fucking work. Do that. Now you're saying, I like that. well, how about the Street Profits and mm-hmm. how about the tag team titles? Easy solution. Okay. WWE loves their, op- their open challenges because they can't book anything smartly. Right. You have the Street Profits come out. You can't have an open challenge for WrestleMania. Hold on. You have the Street Profits come out, you issue an open challenge, and you have it answered by somebody from NXT. You have it answered by the Undisputed Era. You have it answered by the Broserweights. Somebody like that. Get some NXT talent, as far as we know, that aren't quarantined Mm -hmm. onto the card. No crowd, yes, but you're getting eyes on the casuals who might be tuning into WrestleMania to some of these new teams. Okay? And it would be familiar for the Street Profits who were... Exactly. Any either of those teams. I would lean more towards Undisputed Era because I think anyway that they're on the brink of going to the main roster as soon as Adam Cole loses that title. It's only a matter of time. Agreed. Whereas the Broserweights are still holding the NXT championships. So I think that would be fun. That would be a little bit different. You get some NXT talent in there and you have another quality match. You have two quality matches instead of a snooze fest and a good match. You have two matches that could absolutely tear the house down keeping in mind people that have been quarantined. So that would be the way I would book it and not these random pairings like this. So that's just me. I like that. You agree with me. I, I, I do agree with you. Kind of. You don't like the open challenge. I don't like the open challenge. If I can, I like the idea of undisputed era because I think that their time in NXT is, is dwindling away. Uh-huh. Um, the prophecy was fulfilled. It's it's gone now. Crumbling. <laughs> it's crumbling. I think the next natural move would be to the main roster. Hopefully, they don't get buried, which they probably will, the and that would, that will roster. be sad. Yes. Um, but you know, b- build a matchup with with them with undisputed era. I could totally see that, but I don't like I don't like open challenges. It's such a cop out. Respectfully. Fair enough. My darling. Either way. Yeah. 
Um, I will actually, I'm going with Andrade and Angel Garza here because I think that Andrade as a double champion is kind of sexy. Yeah. And I think that they're going to strap the rocket to Angel Garza and I think there's, the sky's the limit for him. So I'm going with a title change on that one. Uh, I agree with you, not for uh, my Latino pride, but because I love them together and I love them with um, La Muñeca. Zelina. With Zelina. I think the three of them together is awesome and i love it and and right now i they're unfortunately hotter than the street profits um physically and i'm <laughs> just kidding um which is unfortunate for the street profits because they've they've got some really good talent they just weren't booked well well no because they're not cool anymore right <laughs> that's basically it oh yeah they were cool in nxt and now they're not cool on raw so but yeah i'm with you with uh and, and angel all right so let's flip to smackdown and talk about the SmackDown tag team titles, which as of right now, match hasn't officially been booked yet, but I guess we're getting a match. And whenever we release this, I don't even know. We could have an opponent for them, but yeah. as of this moment, we're going to get New Day and the Usos again in a match <laughs> on SmackDown. The winner of that is supposed to take on Miz and Morrison yeah, at WrestleMania for the SmackDown tag team titles. The only way I see this happening is if it's a triple threat match between the three teams. Yeah. That's just the only way because New Day versus Miz and Morrison, boring. Usos versus Miz and Morrison, boring. I'm not really feeling Miz and Morrison. Mm. Are you? No, they're just two guys. That's yeah. it. There's just nothing. What's there. their stupid little call? I don't even don't even say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm into my on my show, please. Just don't even say it. It's our show, bitch. Okay. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say it. Well, you don't even know what it is, so you're not even gonna say. It. I know you're lucky. I got Prego brand. I can't remember shit. But I see um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling them as a team anyway. Yeah. So I'm not. I can't even pick a winner. Me either. Because I'm just gonna write. I don't care next to it. <laughs> but it's another match that I'm just not invested in. Yeah. You know. I, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if they want to do the open challenge thing, I'd be perfectly fine with them doing this and having undisputed era coming out and beating them in five minutes. You know what? Yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Instead of seeing New Day again, and the Usos, they were off TV for a long time again. Yeah. Because as soon as the Usos came back to SmackDown, they were thrust right into the main picture with Roman mm-hmm. and Corbin and Ziggler and Rude, and we got it week after week after week after week. Ugh. And now I just The dog food. I just can't stand seeing any of their faces anymore. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who's going to win this. I don't know if it's going to be a triple threat match or a fatal four-way. I, I have no idea. Yep. So we don't care. We don't, I don't I care. I just really don't care. Yeah. I don't care about that match. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I would say that there was a time where I would be marking out about this match. Marking out? Is that a fancy term? What's that? Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Maddie, <laughs> what's marking out? <laughs> I would be going completely fanboy over this oh, match. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Just listen to our intro episode, folks. Um, I'm the lifelong wrestling fan. She's kind of the newbie. I've so. been listening for about four or five years, and I, I have never heard "marking out" it's before. Right. It's a term that's uh, it, it's a term that really holds no credence now because technically, going by its original definition, you could say anyone that does what we do right now. Marking uh, out our marks or smart marks, as they say. Okay, we, I, I like, I we know the smart inner mark. workings of the business okay. and all this okay. stuff. But technically, everybody that does this, why do we start these podcasts? Because we're fucking fans. Yeah. So and we like the marks. sounds of our voices. Yes. <laughs> so I mean that that term is just a dated term. So um, I just want to say, um, I I really. And let, let me finish before you yell at me, or before you roll yell before you. you roll your eyes at me. I really, really like Seth Rollins' gimmick in that it has a lot of potential. They can do so much with it. I think right now uh, they're trying to figure it out. Still, I, I don't know, but the whole like Messiah thing—it's so good. Like it can it can be so good. You know what I mean? It can be I when really he's coming. He, when he come, when he did the intro the last time I saw it, 
he had like a light behind him behind his picture like it was great like it could it could be more you know i really wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind if they just went if they pushed if they weren't kind of beating around the bush with this Mm -hmm. if they put all their chips to the middle of the table and said listen we're gonna build your faction Mm -hmm. we're gonna do like old school late 90s where we add like eight nine people to your faction Mm -hmm. and you make it like holy crap like he could take over the entire yeah wwe with Mm -hmm. the power that he has in his faction and then you could get some nxt involvement or something to you know he's taken over wwe raw who's gonna stop him and you get some nxt talent involved right that are gonna try to bring him down and then maybe you build it towards survivor series and you have this huge like you know war games match or something you know just some just think outside the box Mm -hmm. but i feel like they've already put it inside inside of a box where there's not much room to grow yeah Mm mm-hmm I think Kevin Owens is actually a perfect foil for him as far as good guy, bad guy, just to put it in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. But I Do you agree with me that there's match. that there's potential for, for that gimmick? That he of could be more there is. He's been, he was more interesting doing this than he had been for a year. Yeah. You know, after he beat Brock the second time, it's like there was nothing. He feuded with Baron Corbin and then the cheesy shit with Becky. Yeah. Oh, you know? oh, oh, oh. That's so cheesy. And I don't know. I just. I think that really killed both of them. It did, but we'll get to that when we talk to Becky. We talk about Becky, but I feel like we saw too much of this on Raw. Yeah. Whether it be a six-man tag with AOP mm-hmm. or a one-on-one with Buddy Murphy, it's just there was just too much. Like I would have kept Owens and the Rollins separate. Yeah. You have it build. You have it build. You have it right. build. Yeah. You don't have them touch each other. And then you have the blow-off at WrestleMania, whether it's a stipulation match or just a straight one-on-one wrestling match. They're going to have a good good match, but I just don't care. <laughs> like, I really don't care to yeah. see it. It's not one of the matches it's that I want to see. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's yeah, unfortunate. Like right. I said, years ago, I would have been going crazy about this. But now, I totally would have marked out. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning on the fly. At least one of us is. Shut up. Prego brain. Yeah. All right. So let's move to a match that gained an interesting stipulation. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Oh, wait, wait. We didn't say who we thought think would win for oh, KO versus sorry. Rollins. I think KO gets the win. I think Rollins will. Okay, fine. Be that way. Okay. Sorry. Proceed. Taker versus Styles in a Boneyard match, whatever the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back to Meltzer here, talking about this match and saying that he thinks it might be a match inside a graveyard, but they didn't want to use the term graveyard mm-hmm. because of everything that's going on in the world right now. Ooh, okay. All right. I don't know who the source was, but someone else said it could be a Buried Alive match, but they're just changing the name of it mm-hmm. because it's at an actual graveyard. I don't know. I really don't know what to expect from this match. If there's anybody talking a straight wrestling match inside of a ring, if there's anybody that's still wrestling now that can get a good match out of The Undertaker at his age, it would be AJ Styles. Yeah. They're not going to go 20 minutes. No. But, you know, it is what it is. They've made me interested in this by Styles' promos. Yeah. And The Undertaker kind of being in between as far as his character goes it's kind of got me a little yeah we don't know here. which which way he's gonna sway which way he's gonna sway if he's gonna be like dead man or if he's gonna be you know biker AJ, American talking badass. about michelle mccool yeah so i mean styles has done great work kind of like what cena did last year when mm-hmm. like the whole build to like cena undertaker and undertaker was retired and cena was trying to get him to come out of retirement yeah cena's mic work and promos made me interested in what was going to happen mm-hmm. same with aj styles here AJ Styles promos have been the best part of those ridiculous empty show things. Him and Edge. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Uh, and Orton from last night's Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I felt but, but Styles, I think, week to week uh, has been you know one of the best. Yeah. But... I, I just don't know what to expect from this match. I just don't know what they're going to do. I, don't I know think if it's going to be uh, if it's going to be on location or they're going to build a set. I would I love no it idea. if it's on vacation. Vacation, <laughs> <laughs> man. You're on vacation right now. Location. Um, that would be cool. I love that. But what I think it is 
is um, it's going to be like a steel cage and they're going to have like different graveyard items like on the top of it and they have to reach them and, and get them like maybe a, a skull or maybe a great a tombstone maybe a shovel maybe a coffin and they you know have to reach them and whack it at each other that would be literally the worst thing ever why because that would be the worst thing ever <laughs> that would literally be the worst thing ever that would be like jericho and ambrose in the asylum match where they had like buckets and mops hanging from the fucking steel cage <laughs> It'd be like, it would be terrible 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 well would it- and would you have that aesthetic in the performance center as well in front of nobody sure mm, yes yeah so this it's got to be on location either they're building a set but knowing the wwe and their lack of creativity don't you see that happening i didn't say it was going to be good i'm just saying that's what i think it is I know, but they got a few weeks now to do this so like i said it's either going to be on location somewhere and they're going to do the best it's just going to be an all-out brawl it's not going to be no wrestling involved mm-hmm. which it could be because they're kind of building toward that all-out brawl factor with how personal this feud's that's gotten. true or wwe could build a cheesy set not a cage but mm-hmm. actually build a set Remember the House of Horrors match that they did? Oh, God. That had such great potential, and it was the cheesiest fucking thing I had ever seen. I was like, yeah, this is going to be so sick, and it was like an apartment or something. Of Bray Wyatt getting fucked. Yeah, 100%. To that, too. But if I'm right, and it's a cheesy little steel cage with, like, skulls taped to it. I'll do an IG video, and I'll apologize. That's right. All right, but uh, Taker's win. And again, I'm not saying that that would be good. I'm just saying I could see them doing that because they take it so literally and, and make it cheese. Maybe. But I think you're dead wrong. Hmm. Pun intended? Hmm, for sure. Maybe. But Taker's win this match. Yeah, 100%. It's not going to hurt AJ to lose, especially to someone like Taker. And if it's a gimmick match that involves death, The Undertaker's winning it. Right. So pretty easy there. Oops. So now we move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match, which originally was a six-pack challenge with Bailey, the champion, defending against Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi, Dana Brooke, and Sasha Banks. Now, we just got word today from Meltzer, of course, along with Rey Mysterio, that Dana Brooke is actually one of the women, or one of the superstars that has been quarantined also. So she has been pulled out of the match, and it is now, as we sit, a... Fatal Five Way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship with the remaining five participants in here. Dana Brooke didn't belong in there in the first place. No offense to her. I hope she's not sick, but she had no business being in that ring vying for a championship whatsoever. And quite frankly, let me look at this list of people here. Yeah. All I want to do is Naomi and Sasha. Evans, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I guess, you know, you could easily make this a triple threat match. So, I know how this outcome is going to be, or what this outcome is going to be for this match. It's probably going to be Lacey Evans, because they've built that and built that and built that. This is how I would book this match, and I think Jennifer would agree with me on this. Keep it a six-pack challenge. You keep that six-spot open. Make it unknown opponent, or you just leave it a fatal five-way, and then you have Paige come out and say, it's actually still a six-pack challenge, dearie, or whatever she says. Baby girl. Baby girl. And that sixth spot, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Yeah, I can't even say it. Bianca, I'm so excited. Bianca Belair comes out. She wins this fucking match. She wins the title. And then you set up a program throughout the summer with Sasha and Bianca. You have Sasha def- or Bianca defend the title against Sasha at SummerSlam. That's your SummerSlam SmackDown Women's Bianca title match. Bianca and Sasha would be fucking amazing. Ridiculous. That's how I would book it. That's not going to happen because Lacey Evans is going to win this match. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's what's going to happen. She's the blonde with big boobs. Exactly. She. Exactly. So uh, she's because she's stroking somebody backstage. Next we have Edge versus Randy Orton. In a last man standing match. Now, I care about this match more than any other match on the card. And I'll tell you why. Because they made me care about it. From day one, when they teased it at the Royal Rumble. To Orton's great promo work. To him attacking Edge. Giving him the head chair shot. The subsequent weeks of Orton coming on the mic while Edge was out. Building this feud up. Beth Phoenix coming on. Randy Orton attacking Beth, 
Edge finally coming back and cutting maybe the promo of the year on that first empty arena Raw episode. And then Orton finally accepting the challenge. This is going to be hard hitting. It's going to be great. It's two guys that know how to work, that know how to tell a great story in the ring. And I'm super excited for what they can do with the stipulation and excited to see how far both of them will go. As sinister as Randy Orton is, they're both kind of cut from the same cloth. Uh, When Edge has been in matches like this, he has taken it to the nth degree, as we've seen before. So I'm very interested to see what they do. I'm sold on this feud. I want to see what happens. And I'm very excited for this match. Randy Orton is the perfect person to go against Edge. And it it makes me cringe because I know he's going to do a lot of next stuff. And it's going to freak me out. And it's going to be one of those things where you want to look at the screen because it's so fucking good. But you can't look because it's so, like, just cringe to watch. Um, Like... Like when he he was ripped the earring out of Jeff Hardy's ear, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was it. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I'm really pumped about it, and uh, perfect, perfect pairing, and I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think that at least for his first program back after nine years of retirement, there's anybody that's better. Uh, to work with Edge than Randy Orton, I think it's the safest bet. I think they'll they'll get the best match out of it. They're certainly getting the best story out of it. So I'm like I said, I'm, I can't say enough how excited I am for this match and what these guys are going to do. I do think Edge gets the win here, mm-hmm. um, and then he'll build toward another program, you know, later on down the line for SummerSlam. You know, whether it's Seth Rollins or somebody like that. So we'll see what happens. But who uh, do you think could be the next Edge? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, who do you think could be the next person to go against Edge? Uh, Rollins or Styles. Okay. Him and, that Styles, real quick. Yeah. him and Styles had a face-off at the Rumble before Styles separated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the original plan, but uh, I don't know. But I think it could be either one of those guys. Uh, two guys that know how to work, especially Styles, someone else who's fairly safe in the ring. So I think it, I'll go with Styles if I had to pick somebody. Uh, that Edge is going to work with, or maybe they continue this. I have no idea, but this seems like a blow-off to me, so I think this is going to be the end of the line for Orton and Edge here. But uh, Edge is winning this. That's okay. my pick. Yep, same here. Now we have Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Raw Women's Championship. Another match that I am very much looking forward to, if only for the simple reason that I hope it's over in a minute and a half. I hope Becky's she, Becky's reign is over. Yes, and that Shannon makes her tap out very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, Becky, she had her moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. She's gotten a stale, as day-old bread. Everything she does to me, it just is scream super forced. Yeah. Shannon Baszler has some clout as, and they've built her as being this monster heel, and it's worked. The fans might not like her style. It's more of an old school style. She ain't going to be doing moonsaults. Mm. You know, she's not going to be doing flying head scissors and shit like that. She's going to be ground and pound. She's going to be suplexes. She's going to be submissions. I don't mind that at all. I think she's legit. And I think she has a long title reign coming her way. Yeah. And I, I I I just really, really hope WWE makes the right decision here. And puts that belt on her. Oh my god. Can you imagine if they give it... If Becky uh, retains? I could imagine. <laughs> I could imagine that. I love the idea of, of Shayna winning. Because I feel like Shayna is such a badass. And like an believable badass. It forces everyone else to have to step up their game. Correct. But she mowed through everybody in Elimination Chamber. And it kind of shows you how WWE feels about their women's division. They're just puppets. Yeah. She plowed through all the puppets. Oh my god, that was terrible. And even for the most part, as much as it pains me to say, because I love Asuka, but she plowed through Asuka too and made Asuka look like a puppet. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see if that build continues here Mm -hmm. or 
if you know they they can't have Becky win. They just can't no. have Becky win. It's been a year. What else can it's Becky do? Year. What else can Becky do? Ronda one on one, maybe. But I mean, that's yeah. I'd li- I'd rather see Basla Basla. I could do Basler and uh, and Ronda. That would be even They're better. Best friends. It's not gonna happen. So best friends wrestle all the time. Nah, it's not gonna happen. But maybe yeah, who knows? Who knows? They've done stupider things, uh, crazier things, I should say. Not stupid. Okay. Not stupid because that's a money match. That's a money match. Yeah. I will give you. I'll give you that. Baszler and Ronda is a money match. But we'll see what happens. I don't think Ronda's coming back as a babyface. I think when she comes back, she'll be a heel again. She just needs to go away for a little bit. Take a break. We need a break. We need a Who? a Becky break. Oh, I was talking about Ronda. I said when Ronda comes back, I don't think she's going to be a baby face. No, no, she'll be a heel. Yeah. But uh, I need a Becky break, is what I'm saying. I do too. Uh, she was overexposed from the get go, and it's just gotten worse. And Her image changed. She's not the same person she's not. that she was. She's just cringeworthy. Yeah. Everything she does is just forced Those and sunglasses, the little bumblebee out Everything. Everything starting at the whole Seth Rollins shit mm-hmm. last summer. And the whole thing she did with Lacey Evans soured me on her completely. Save a great Hell in a Cell match with Sasha Banks. Okay, that was yes. about yeah. it. That was about it. So I have Shayna winning that. It's the right decision. It's the only decision in my book. I have Shayna winning that too, but God damn it, I can see the WWE just picking Becky. But I'm, I'm going Shayna. Good. John Cena... Against the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Hmm. They made me care about this match slightly on SmackDown. Yeah. With their back and forth. John Cena can do that. Yes. When you're pairing him with someone who's a genius, like Bray Wyatt, magic can happen. At least in promos. Maybe not so much in the ring. But there's rumors that this match is going to take place inside the Firefly Funhouse. That would be. Awesome. I don't know how they're going to do that. It would be kind of cool. I hope if they it's do not, it right. I hope it's not another House of Horrors match. Yes. <laughs> but so you know, to put a bow on this one quick. I mean, I don't see this being a match classic, but at the same time, it's an important match that I felt needed needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have this for the Universal Championship. Yeah. But. Bray Wyatt wins this. He avenges his loss from six years ago that really altered his career. And I think he wins. I don't see it being a very long match either. I, I, I'm i hoping Bray wins. And I and not even from six years ago. I hope it's retribution for him losing the, whatchamacallit, very recently. Universal title. Thank you. The universal title. But it really means nothing either way. It would have meant more if he was the champion. Because he already lost to Goldberg in a minute and a half. And him beating Cena, yes, it avenges that loss, but does it really do anything to build up his character after he just lost the title in a minute and a half to a 53-year-old guy? No, is the answer. Mm -hmm. So this match needed the title. It doesn't have the title. So it's not going to do anything for Bray Wyatt, although I do feel he is going to win this match. And it's not going to hurt John Cena either. In fact, I commend John Cena if he puts Bray Wyatt over, which he should. He should have done it six years ago. Rhea Ripley defending her NXT Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. Oh, boy. Yeah. Here's another one. I I did it. I do. I enjoy Rhea Ripley. I I like her character. I don't like her against Charlotte because I'm over Charlotte. So when I see Charlotte, I'm over it. And then I see Rhea Ripley, and it's like guilty by association over it. Isn't that bad? Syndrome. It Isn't is. Isn't that bad when someone can do that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't know what happened with Charlotte. Yeah. She was like my dog. Like, I loved Charlotte. When we started this podcast, I was team Charlotte. But it's just like so much unearned title. 11 time, 12, 13, 14 time champion that she is. I mean, enough already. I would say it was in the past year, I agree with you, when we did our 2019 women's division review you really saw the you know the favoritism toward her i guess such as earning these unearned title shots yeah I guess you'd say and 
you're taking someone like Rhea Ripley, who was, I, I would say she's still not red hot as far as a baby face goes, but mm-hmm. she's one of your top new baby faces yeah. that you're putting on WrestleMania and you're putting an NXT title on WrestleMania and you're putting her against maybe your, or what you deem as your top female talent with the name and the pedigree and the title reigns and the look and all that crazy stuff. Two very contrasting looks, obviously. Two very contrasting personalities. They are setting this up to piss me off. <laughs> and mm. I don't, I just don't see job. any way that Rhea walks out of there with the NXT championship. They, although they're losing week by week to AEW in the ratings, they are trying everything they can to get NXT over. NXT is a great show. And if you put Charlotte, they think she's a ratings draw. If you put her on NXT, it's not going to make any difference. Even if she's the champion and you put her on NXT, it's not going to make any difference whatsoever. They will be making a huge mistake. If you want to build new stars for the future, you have Rhea win this match. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I, I, God, what, what would you do if Charlotte won that next to you, pal? I'd be pissed off. I just <laughs> said it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Thoughts. Unfortunately, I see, I see Charlotte winning it. I would prefer Rhea, just like you said, to win. Uh, it just, it sucks. Because we know where their mind is at. We know what maybe Triple H has to say since he's her, you know, her part of his crew. You mean the man that just got quote unquote demoted? <laughs> it was a lateral move, damn it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I enjoy Rhea's character. Um, Charlotte, I'm over her. I, of course, want Rhea to win, but I don't know, man. I'm scared for this one. I'm scared for NXT because what happens next? If Charlotte wins the belt, what happens? She's going to be on NXT now with her gigantic hair and gigantic boobs. Exactly. And the only thing that that's going to do with her being on NXT is it's going to stunt the growth of anybody who might have a chance at challenging Rhea Ripley. And that's anybody. Whether Bianca's still there. Although, if Charlotte's there, that's her first feud. It's Bianca. Yeah. If what I said doesn't happen, which is probably not going to happen. But Charlotte and Bianca, that's the first feud. But it stunts the growth of everybody else while you have this woman on top. Mm-hmm. People like Dakota Kai, uh, you know, Io Shirai, oh, great it. heels like that. Yeah. Stunts their growth as mm-hmm. heels and as performers when you have someone like Charlotte Flair holding your title. It's happened on Raw. It's happened on SmackDown. It will happen on NXT and it can't happen. Um, I hate to say this, but I think she's winning the title. It's the worst possible decision they could make Agreed. aside from Becky retaining. So that's where I'm at. I want Rhea to win. That's the best thing for business. But Charlotte's probably going to win that title because they just can't help themselves. Well, she won the Royal Rumble to get there. So I'm sure they're not stopping there until she's got it all. Correct. Mm -hmm. Just building the trophy case, the fake trophy case. Next, we have Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Of course, Drew McIntyre won the Royal Sexy Scots won the Royal. Let me try that again. Won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Good job, babe. To earn this opportunity, whilst in the Royal Rumble, whilst I guess that works, mm. whilst in the Royal Rumble, he eliminated Brock Lesnar, who had been mowing through everybody. It's a long time coming for Drew. Uh, he's earned this. This is a real story of someone who actually earned a title shot, was not given a title shot. He didn't come out and say, I'm next, and then earn a title shot. Like the next guy we're going to talk about. Hmm. He earned this the old-fashioned way. He won matches. He got built up. He won the Royal Rumble. This is going to be fun. I went once McIntyre came came back and was on the main roster when they were pairing him with Ziggler and they were talking about possible programs for Lesnar I can't remember exactly when that was but McIntyre was one guy I was like God I'd love to see these two guys in the ring together 
and we're finally going to see it. Yeah. I remember and, you, you were saying that about him and, and Orton, too. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and we got Orton and McIntyre on yeah. Raw. And actually, I think that is probably, ideally, might be, if McIntyre wins his title, I think Orton would be a great opponent for him as his first challenger. But, I mean, when McIntyre came out and he went face-to-face with Lesnar, that was freaking awesome. And I think that it's not going to be a long match. Probably None of these matches are probably going to be that long, but I think McIntyre wins this in the end. It's the only outcome. It's like Shannon Baszler. That's the only outcome right, for this right. match. You want to build new stars? This is what you got to do. Do they want to build new stars? Now, we've been fooled with this before. WrestleMania 34, when Brock Lesnar was defending the Universal title against Roman Reigns, everybody and their mother thought Roman Reigns was leaving that building with a Universal Championship. Yeah. And what happened? Brock Lesnar beat the ever-loving shit out of him, bloodied his face, and pinned them 1-2-3. Mm-hmm. To cheers. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. All oh, for Roman. You <laughs> can't. Now the Brock's gonna get booze if he wins this match, but I wouldn't put it past them to do that. We've seen this with Brock before. When you think he's gonna lose, he doesn't mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. But for me, the only outcome be of Drew. this match is Drew. Gotta be Drew. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You weren't sold on him at the beginning, but I think he's grown on you. At least as this baby face, I guess. I, I like baby face Drew better than heel Drew. I, I was over it. Okay, but you're tough. You have an accent, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I like him. But I think his character has more depth as a as baby face than I did as a heel. The baby face Drew, accent, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going with Drew. Yeah. Same. Uh, right decision, and I think it will be the decision that they We're make. We're agreeing with a lot of these. Yeah, for most of them. Hmm. Interesting. And finally, we don't know what night it's going to be on. We don't know if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. But we do know that it will be one of the main events of this too big for one night mm. WrestleMania. Bill Goldberg defending the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns. Yes. Spear versus Spear. <laughs> oh, but he's got more than one finisher. <sighs> he doesn't just have a spear. No, he's got a Superman punch. Roman <laughs> Reigns and Goldberg's with a jackhammer. Oh God! And they clothesline each other too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So improbably, Goldberg pinned the undefeated Fiend Bray Wyatt in about a minute and a half at Super Showdown to win the Universal Championship. Shocking, yet not shocking at the same time. Probably one of the worst booking decisions in WWE history. Maybe in wrestling history. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So the next night on SmackDown, Goldberg comes out and he proclaims, it's not about whatever. Who's I can't even fucking remember what he said. Who gives a shit? But he says, what's important is who's next. And then <laughs> Roman Reigns' music hits. And even, like, Gold- Jesus, Christmas. and even Goldberg laughed. Uh-huh. So Reigns comes to the ring with the mic and he says, I'm next. (laughs) That's all this man had to do to get a world championship match. Drew McIntyre had to work his ass off, get fired, come back, (laughs) dominate NXT, win the NXT championship, get called up to the main roster, paired with a loser like Dolph Ziggler, work his way up, become a babyface, string together wins, win the Royal Rumble. Mm Mm-hmm. Eliminate Brock Lesnar in the process, and then he chose Brock Lesnar and earned a title shot. All Roman Reigns has to do is come out and I'm say, next. "I'm next." <laughs> <laughs> After not being in a significant program for a year since he got back from leukemia diagnosis, this guy wrestled Baron Corbin every day for six months. Yeah, and lost some of those matches. Regardless of how this is built up, I am not expecting a whole lot of this match. Can I say I'm not excited about this match? Is I, that bad? Is that like sacrilege? I'm going to tell you exactly how this match is going to go. Ready? Yeah. Bell rings. Goldberg spear to Roman Reigns. Two count. Roman gets up. Spear to Goldberg. Two count. Goldberg's staggering. Roman. Superman punch. <laughs> misses. Goldberg hits a jackhammer. Two count. Roman staggers. Goldberg misses a spear. Roman hits him with a Superman punch. 
one spear, two spear, three spears, one, two, three. That's exactly how that's going to happen. And you hear those crickets after Matt said that? That's what it's going to sound three like. Three minutes. They blew this so badly. They thought by Goldberg beating the Fiend that he's going to be a heel. He's going to get booed. Right. No. Mm-hmm. That's not what's going to happen. By Roman walking out there and saying, I'm next. It just brings us right back to the beginning. Yeah. With this whole Roman thing. Yep. He's going to win this title. And just like when he beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. Booze. Just like when he beat Triple H at WrestleMania 32. Booze. He's going to get booed. Well, I guess he's not going to get well, booed. Well, I guess not. They figured Jesus it out. Jesus Christ. They Look figured at that. it out. I am so hot and bothered by this whole thing that I'm going off on a tangent here about Reigns getting booed. No. And there's not going to even be a fucking crowd there. This, Look this, at that. Vince figured it out. How can I have Roman win worldwide and not get pan- him booed? Worldwide pandemic. Maybe Vince started COVID-19 <sighs> for this exact reason. Don't say that. Somebody might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Huh? Well, anyway. Okay. Wow. I have to calm my jets because I just made a huge fucking mistake. There's not going to be a crowd there, so he's mm-hmm. not going to get booed. But you know what? I'm going to be booing from my living room, okay? Yeah. I'm going to be booing from my living room loud enough that I hope everyone hears it because this is going to be fucking stupid. And that's the way that this show's going to go off the air. Yeah. With Roman holding that fucking blue belt above his head, just like he held the red belt and he held the black belt really? and all the okay. other belts that they put on him undeservedly throughout his entire tenure and that is how wrestlemania 36 is going to end at least on one of the nights i'm sure that'll be night two because it's their big match so that's the card yeah subject to change i still think they might add a match or two um i'm still thinking they might add Dolph versus otis to put a bow on that story but we'll see what happens. You know, I love that storyline and it did not get any wrestlemania attention not yet not yet that was the only thing I cared about, and the I Elimination hope he ends up Chamber. With Mandy. I, hope, I hope Otis gets the girl, damn it. You know what? If that were in front of a live crowd, I'm sure it would happen. Yeah. But now it's, you're I not going to get... I what they've been doing. It. Like, he caught her at Royal Rumble, like all those little things. Now he's... She broke his heart with the whole miscommunication. And Dolph is just a douche. Dolph. That's how... What do you mean? He's, he's, he's always been a douche. That's how he is in real life, I'm telling you right Probably. now. Probably. Just a douche. But his hair, his hair game is tan. on point. I need to know who does his color, by the way. The guy uses a lot of volumizer. Mm. But he's also like orange. He Way too orange. much tan. He is orange. Way too much tan. I mean, he's basically like... He's he's basically like a woman without the pussy. I mean, think about it. He's Are all, you sure he doesn't have a pussy? He's so well-groomed. He's like way too well-groomed. He is. Yeah. He's tan. He's primped. He's got no body hair. Beautiful hair. Like that said, that like hair like that should not his be hair on a man. It should not be on. I'm, a man. Je- I'm jealous. I'm saying his hair. I mean, I'm you think about everybody else in WWE that has long hair. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, you can't overlook AJ Styles. Well, listen, but AJ is like shoulder length. Like he's got the soccer mom okay. haircut. You know, this okay. is like flowing, beautiful blonde hair. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Everyone else comes out with their hair, you know, all greased up. Yeah. You know, and wet. Yeah. His is always like done. Yeah, or and a crimped. ponytail. Yeah, man bun. <laughs> Enough anyway, about this fucking hair. You could say see how interested we are in the. So that's our WrestleMania predictions. I apologize for my stupidity. I was going off on a hot, heated rant. Um, Roman will not be booed. I will be booing from my living room mm-hmm. when he wins the title. I say when because it's in it's an inevitability and inev in inevitability. Are you, like, wasted right now? No, I'm having a fuckload of fun. Okay. And I'm so happy we had time to do this, considering everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Are we spot on? Did you guys like Matt's predictions? I sure did. And Except if, for the open challenge bullshit. Sorry, babe. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I hate open challenges. It shows a lack of creativity, but I think it could work here, considering the circumstances. That's one thing you can hang the circumstances on, is... You know, an open challenge. I think yeah. they, you know, whatever. I mean, Stand you, by it. I mean, you won't get like a pop, obviously. Right. But I mean, I'll be popping from my living room. If, you know, <laughs> Will undis- you be popping from your living room? Undisputed Era comes out or the fucking Broser weights come out. That would, be, out. Cool. That would yeah. be cool. So that's it. Yeah. A um, couple shout outs. As always, we have to thank Bullets Fall for providing us with that awesome theme song that you hear at the beginning and end of our show we have to thank the spirit of rock podcast network for giving us the platform to put this out to you 
one thing I do want to say, there are a lot of people, we are lucky. Uh, I, as my regular day job, am part of an essential business. I will not be missing any work. Uh, Jen works from home. She will not be missing any work either. There are a ton of people that we know. I'm sure there's a ton of people that you know Mm -hmm. that are out of work, that are struggling to pay bills, that have lost their jobs, that are losing things as we speak. If you find a GoFundMe, if you find any sort of fundraiser, just PayPal them some money, whether it's ten dollars, twenty dollars. Every little bit helps. Every little bit These helps. People, especially your 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 um, service industry folks who relied on on tips to to get them through. They're they're totally fucked right now. So we're, we're definitely trying to do everything we can, and you should too. Everyone should pinch in a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it believe me, it helps. It doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, like I said, we have people close to us who are in the service industry. Mm-hmm. Who work in non-essential businesses that are have been only been out of work a week and they're already struggling. So it, help however you can. Send them food, order food out for them. Just whatever, just anything, anything that you can do will help. And that's our what do you call it? PSA. PSA. Okay. I have something to add to that. Go ahead. For fuck's sake, stay home. Unless you have to work, you're one of the, on the on you know people that have to go into work as the essentials. Stay home. You might not be carrying something, but you you, you never know. The, the elderly are vulnerable. I'm pregnant, so I'm vulnerable. You know, it, please, guys, please stay home. I think we're all doing an okay job, but I think we can do better. We got this. We can do it. We just need to stay home. I agree. Couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. Stay home and listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Binge watch. We have like ten episodes. Episode we have like ten episodes <clears throat> through two seasons. So binge listen. Cringe with us. Cringe with us. Cringe you along with our, us, won't yes. you? <laughs> uh, so that's about it. So until next time when we don't know when. Wait, we have to give our 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 our, our twitters oh, and our, yeah, that's our right. internet. That's right. We have to give our internet stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so find us on Instagram, of course, at wrestling with respect. You can find us on Twitter at RespectPod. Uh, we are part of the Spirit of Rock Podcast Network Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So ask to join that. A lot of great content goes up in there. Matt's got a great thing going on right now about uh, chicken parm and chicken milanese. Yes, I have a great poll up He's now. He's got a about, great poll. About the, yeah, I do. Sorry. <laughs> 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 As the baby in her belly... As she belly laughs. Sorry. Yeah. Facebook. Good stuff. Yes. Like us. It's about chicken dishes. So go check that out. <laughs> like me. Follow me on Instagram at rumderwoman247. Oh, sorry, babe. You can do yours. His is um, the whiskey obsessor. Whiskey save the E. Thank you. You're welcome. For saying that so eloquently. <laughs> Shut up. So until next time, again, we don't know when. Uh, but uh, we have this one to hold you over in all of our older episodes so we'll be back soon yes promise you guys until then we are tapping out bye bye